Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Yeah, TikTok and you don't stop. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite guilty pleasure. This is the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman. Joined as always, it's the Chris Rock to my Will Smith, Chad Sowash. And today, today we have a social media influencer. Please welcome Lee what? from HRManifesto.com. Lee, welcome to the podcast. Hi there. It's wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me. Such an honor. Well, before we get into the, the heavy Q&A, mm-hmm. as we do on this show, give us a, a Twitter bio of Lee. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't even remember what, how many characters Twitter is at now from a bio perspective. <laughs> but uh, You must have a blue check, so it's at least 280. <laughs> no, right. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm an HR professional. I've only ever done HR. I've got 15 years in corporate America. I've supported a handful of Fortune 100 companies. And last summer, I quit the corporate gig and I went out and said, hey, I'm going to become an entrepreneur. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And uh, yes, yes. <laughs> And uh, and I started this little thing called HR Manifesto. Mm-hmm. And HR Manifesto was a dream of mine when I was about two years into the HR work, the HR gig, <laughs> uh, because you see so much horrific shit. You do. And I was sharing all these stories and everyone says, God, you have got to write a fucking book one day. And so, you know what? One day last June, uh, what was that? 2021, all these years kind of yeah. you know go together now. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to start that fucking book. It's about time. And so I went on TikTok. I downloaded it the same day I posted a video. Yeah, their HR manifesto was born. So you have a book? Yes. Because I found you on TikTok and I I couldn't get off the TikTok because I was watching and I was following. And then I saw that you had a YouTube channel. And then I saw you had an Instagram channel. I mean, you have like, what is it? Like a hundred or four hundred and fifty thousand followers on TikTok yes, alone. Yeah. So who is following you? Tell me it's all these old HR ladies who, who are <laughs> are using you uh, as, as kind of like their spiritual animal. Yeah. Well, when I posted HR Manifesto, uh, when I started it, I started it on the TikTok, okay, on the clock app. Uh, I'm the oldest person on the TikTok, I think. Well, maybe y'all are. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I posted it to just test content for this book, right? And so uh, when I, I have this shtick that's called HR approvals, right? Yep. Uh, where I show like something horrific, most likely. And then I come in and I say whether it's HR approved or not. Uh, and, you know, I started doing that. And the whole purpose was to give the audience, you know, approachable coaching, right? So I'm testing content, I'm trying to coach people low key. uh, And boy, people just clung to it. But when I started doing that HR approval shtick, uh, I made up this, this workplace survival guide for continuous employment. Okay. (laughs) And uh, it's HR manifesto's workplace survival guide for continuous employment, which is what the book was always going to be called, you know, even upwards of 15 years ago. Uh, So, so it's an actual 
actual book. I get that question all the time, but I'm only halfway through that motherfucker uh, because <laughs> I started the TikTok. Obviously, my brand expanded. People want, you know, followers want content, content. I want to produce content because yeah. I'm creative as hell. Uh-huh. Uh, and so now I'm like 10,000 words into this book. I haven't even touched it in a couple months and I need to. I need to, you know, go on a sabbatical here up in the mountains or something and just bang this thing out and finish it because I want to share it. And that's the whole purpose of HR Manifesto, the entire brand, you know, is to help coach people to help them maximize their success in the workplace utilizing my HR insight. But aren't you already doing that? I mean, you're doing that via TikTok, you're doing it via YouTube, Instagram. I mean, you're all over the place already doing this. You've got the the background of, you know, being in, in, in uh, corporate HR and Caterpillar, GE, Lockheed Martin, some pretty fucking names. But I mean, the question is today, do we even need to write books? Chad, don't read good. So they, there's so many different, <laughs> different, different ways. No, I love I reading know. books, but I even love listening to podcasts or going to TikTok or what have you, because you can get chunks of great information without having to spend hours. Oh, I know it's so true. I was even thinking, do I just take the what I have now and I just chunk it out into podcasts or into sub, the digital downloads? I'm doing air quotes, y'all can't see. Uh, it's like digi downloads. It's like such a big thing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I'll tell y'all. I mean, I am such a nerd, though. I mean, I read the Pulitzers. I'm like 45 Pulitzers in. Uh, I love the old school feel and smell of a book, (laughs) you know? And so I've done a lot of pivots. I've put a ton of content out there, uh, but still something just turns me the hell on when it comes to writing a book, you know? So again, that's just my passion project. Will I ever get there? Who knows? Because y'all just keep distracting me. Seriously, because it sounds like your goal was sort of the traditional, I'm going to be a consultant, let's make a web page. And then you looked at social media as a way to to build your brand. But I think one of the, the unique things about TikTok is that you don't need to generate you know a bunch of followers, right? The algorithm, if it works right, can get you tons of views. I mean, I have your first, your first, mm-hmm. your first talk. What do we call those? Your first TikTok? I call them Tiki Tacks. Your first TikTok was June 3rd of 2021. (laughs) It was. And two months later, you were having videos. uh, One that you have, I think, with the most is 9.7 million views. Holy shit. Since you've been doing this, uh, 8.6 million likes total on your videos. But you didn't have to grow the network, it sounds like. It sounds like you just made a viral video and it took off from there. Talk about your response and if that surprised you. Uh, okay, so this is completely shocking, and you actually got it wrong. Great. Okay, so I, <laughs> I, it was it was backwards. You, you got it backwards. Where you said, "Oh, it sounds like you wanted to be a consultant and a professional coach," and then you know you took it to social and tried to grow your business there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. If you would believe it, I started uh, TikTok as really just therapy for myself. Okay, so I've been in so many toxic workplaces, uh, and I love serving people. I consider myself a servant leader for sure, and I love sharing everything I. I I do and know in my insights, my expertise. Uh, I have always coached and mentored so many people. Uh, and so I actually, after I left the corporate gig, uh, I needed to recover. 
you know, my goal was to take the summer off with my kiddos. I have two boys and, uh, you know, I'm just going to take a fucking break. I'm burnt out. Right. I mean, God, imagine the shit that I've seen in these, <laughs> these organizations, you know, no, thanks. Uh, I know it's just like, it's hardcore. And then to be, you know, someone that's behind the scenes, uh, a lot of times and coaching leaders and billion dollar businesses on, you know, decisions and whatever else. Right. I mean, just, just, you know, the politics, the cutthroat of it all. And I said, yeah, I'm going to take the summer off. But, you know, I'm so artsy fartsy. I was just I, I just was raised that way. I'm a painter. I'm a I'm a singer. I'm a violinist. I'm all this artsy fartsy shit. And I turned it off when I went to business school. So the core of myself, my right brain, right? I just like stopped it because I'm also a big dork and I'm super competitive and smart. So I was like, I just went to business school and then I did a bunch of professional shit. And modest. Oh, I know that too. And uh, and uh, and so I just focused on that left brain for 15 years. And when I finally paused it, I ran right back to my true self, which is the artsy fartsy. And so I started HR Manifesto again to give back as a vehicle for that, but as therapy for me. I mean, you know, to like just put content out there and to, to, to yeah, share, but who art therapy. And so I was doing HR Manifesto for months, not even thinking about monetizing it, not even tying it back to any sort of business whatsoever. I was just doing it for free, like as a purist all Uh of last year, right? I wasn't making shit from it. That wasn't the intention. Uh It was just for me to enjoy and to get a cathartic release and to, you know, make people laugh. I just wanted to put edutainment out there, right? That sounds familiar. (laughs) So it's so weird. So it's very ass backwards. It's like not like I'm I'm not like the typical American. It had to have surprised you when you put out this thing just for fun. And holy shit, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people are are recognizing it. Did that surprise you? Oh, shocking. Right. I never thought I'd be, again, air quotes, you all can't see, like a celebrity. Right. I mean, people approach me on the street. They want to buy me drinks at the bar. Uh, you know, people know that it's me. They take pictures of me in public, which is weird as oh, wow. shit. Uh, you know, so uh, that's awesome. The HR Manifesto just on TikTok has had 70 million views right across all the content. Damn. And so there's the followers, but there's the millions of others that like kind of tiptoe in or they just don't, you know, press the ad or whatever, you know, but but, but they, they know they feel they know me. And, and so that's blown me away. So obviously people ask you, what's the secret to successful TikTok account? Oh, yeah. Is that your answer? Like, oh, just fuck it. Just have fun. Or do you have, <laughs> have it. you learned a few things <laughs> and, and a few tips that you could share with, with the audience? Oh, absolutely. And I even have a free digital download. Ah, there's that word again uh, on my website, dhrmanifesto.com, because I get a lot of emails. I get a lot of comments. I get a lot. I can't keep up. I'm inundated now. Uh, but they ask me that, right? Like, I want to do what you do. How can I do that? And so I, I did put a little something together if anyone wants to go check it out. Uh, but for me, what you see uh, across my pages is my true, authentic self. And I think that. That speaks pretty clearly and loudly. Uh, like this isn't fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is me talking 
to my screen, which is talking to myself. I'm an only child. I have a whole lifetime of just talking to a fucking mirror, you know? Uh, so, I mean, I was built for this, right? And it's easy for me to give my opinion because I've literally been paid to do that my entire career uh, and to confidently do it. So <laughs> it is, it's taken me aback. Uh, but just know I never went into it for it to be a thing, but I am so honored and privileged that people enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I truly am. Well, let me ask you a question. So for the most part, it looks like your business is focused on consulting for, for job seekers. Is that correct? Yeah. So I do uh, coaching. Okay. Uh, so that that's the primary part. I've done some business consulting as well, like some fractional CHRO shit. Okay. Uh, but it's mostly professional coaching. Okay. I think we mostly say in HR, you look at all the LinkedIn pages of coaches, ah, career coaching. Uh, but what's fascinating is that the people that come to me mm -hmm. uh, primarily, and you'll see I have this HR tree uh, coaching uh, session available. It's people that are in a bad spot, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's people that need help crafting an exit strategy on how to get out of that toxic workplace or my boss said this, what the hell does that mean? Uh, could you interpret this? I just got on a pip. What does that mean? Right. right. Uh, so it's people kind of in dire straits. Uh, it's also a lot of HR professionals that are like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Like literally, what do I do, Lee? I've no, I don't know what this is. What does this mean? But all the, my clients want me to do X. What is that? How do I, ah, right. They come to me. Uh, I've never done this role before. How do I even approach it? And so I, I coach a lot of HR professionals and I coach a lot of people that are struggling uh, in their current work environments or they're looking for new employment. And is TikTok the main source of, of those leads and, and business that you get? Uh, honestly, I have no idea. Like, I don't even ask. I'm a shit really? like, entrepreneur. <laughs> like, I'm a shit business person. Uh, I so am. So I don't I don't track that. I should. Uh, you know, I can't tell one way or the other because of just mm -hmm. the volume of like that's coming in. So I would need to like do a form or something behind the scenes on the website to like actually know. All they say is I've seen your content, right? Right. And, and the reality is, is that I hate. I probably shouldn't say this. I hate IG. I love the people on it. Yeah. I absolutely love the people on it. Like just the the tone, the mood of Instagram is fantastic, but it passed me. Right. Okay. I know I went Facebook to TikTok. I passed everything like in between there from a platform perspective. So all I do is recycle the content on the Instagram. Uh, I love how Instagram does stories. And so I'll utilize that. And so people that want to get to know me a little better, they seem to go on, on Instagram and, and message me there because I've never had the the dms on on tiktok when i started it i've never turned them on so no one can reach me that way uh you can only reach me through email hrmanifesto at gmail.com or through my instagram you've got questions we've got answers business leadership ownership and sales can be challenging tune into the accelerate your business growth podcast to learn from the world's experts join me your host diane helbig as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. So 
The reason I asked about job seekers being the the main focus for content is that there are so many fucked up HR people that are out there. And I mean, some of it's their fault and some of it's not their fault because they've been brought up in a fucked up, fucked up system and they need just common sense guidance. And I mean, I mean, the little things like, you know, you were actually giving uh, advice to a job seeker around four cents uh, per hour. Right. Which is just, mm-hmm. it's a rounding error for mm-hmm. God's sakes. And mm-hmm. if you're an HR person, Jesus Christ, would you quit fucking around and just pay the person for goodness sakes? If that, especially if that makes them feel better. Absolutely. It just seems like we have lost all common fucking sense when it comes to HR. Yes. Why, why does that happen? I mean, you've been in some big brands, you've experienced it. Why does that, why does the human come out of human resources? Yeah, I mean, that kills me too. And it's all just indicative of culture. And culture to me is just a collection of behaviors we accept in an organization, right? Mm -hmm. And so you start with those high level leaders and guess what? They're hiring the HR folks. And so like hires like, right? So if they're sociopathic narcissists, which I've worked for before (laughs) and it sucks, uh, you know, they're more likely to hire people that, you know, will follow suit and just be as heartless and shitty as they are. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I mean, we know we, because you the three of us, we're all in, you know, the HR profession. We know how the HR field has just gone through, you know, such progression, especially over the last couple of decades, really, right? From something right. Uh, more administrative and tactical to now, you know, more strategic and hopefully <laughs> value add. But, uh, you know, everyone's on that different spectrum. You know, I mean, some folks were an office admin and became an HR professional and other people, they have MBAs and PhDs in this field and area, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, you have a a whole competency spectrum as well. What I love about HR Manifesto are some of the comments that I get that, you know what, and people are so open. I I love TikTok, okay? Like TikTok is joy for me. People are so (laughs) joyful. Like 95% of my comments, they are positive as fuck. Oh, yeah. And I just love it. Right. Um, So it's a very like uplifting community. It's an empowering community uh, for me. Uh, Whereas, you know, you go to Facebook to fight in the comments. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you you go to Facebook to let some steam off. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, but TikTok, you know, people are so great. But, you know, the the folks are in the comments and they're like, I fucking hate HR, HR, you know, boy, (laughs) you know, my HR is shit, blah, blah, blah. And then I met you, HR lady. And then you change my opinion. Those luscious lashes. Yes, those luscious lashes. And that great voice in the common sense, which we just don't get. (laughs) The face of HR. I know. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, but, uh, But I love that, you know. I mean, that, boy, that brings me so much joy, you know, that I help somebody realize that, hey, HR professionals are employees, too. Guess what? It sucks for me, too. (laughs) You know, I'm suffering, too. Fuck. I can't always, you know, influence your leaders. But boy, do I try. I've been fucking fired for it. Shit. I'll go go to bat for you, you know. But Uh holy shit, it's not not the decision maker. I'm a support function, (laughs) you know. So even just bringing light to just the reality of what even HR is, you know, is so impactful, you know, for my audience, right? Because then they know how to partner with them, right? And they know kind of what's going down politically in their organizations. You just said something. HR is a support function. And I think that's total bullshit because HR and talent acquisition, a a company doesn't, doesn't run without the heartbeat of talent acquisition, without the talent 
that is actually put in those seats without these salespeople, without the developers, without the engineers, without all of those individuals, that company doesn't fucking run. We're not support. We are the heart. We are the engine of every organization. And the problem is we have so many HR people who feel like it's a, a support function. And that's, and that's where we get taken aback and we find ourselves in the fetal position in the corner. How do we get out of that? <laughs> I guess I should have said I guess I should have said cost center because you know I feel as on top of the world as HR. I mean I have I mean you know with what I can influence for my leaders, but you know we're not the core decision makers. We do not you know literally own you know Eric own you know the business in that way. You know it is so hard working in HR to be brave because it's exhausting and it's overwhelming and it takes bravery. It takes fucking courage to be a great HR person. Uh, You know, I have been in my leaders faces. Uh, You know, I have stood, I stand up if they stand up to me. Right. I mean, you have to kind of go to bat. Sometimes you have to, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not encouraging fighting or doing a, you know, a a Will Smith, Chris Rock in the office or anything. Uh, I can only think of, you know, two instances where I even raised my boys, uh, you know, in my professional career. Uh, But, you know, it's all about leaning in and creating, you know, just really deep partnerships with those clients so that you have that credibility uh, and their respect to where they listen to you, right? To where you can get to a point in your relationship where you're like, that was fucking stupid and here's why, right? Like you need to get, you need to get that direct with them uh, to help them improve so that they can effectively lead the business and its people. But yeah, HR, shit, we're going to be in the fetal position until HR professionals have the the courage, you know, to, to stand up and be brave and, and mm-hmm. give leaders what they need, not what they want. We're not, you know, yes, sirs and ma'ams. You just can't be in this field, right? Nope. We spent a lot of time uh, in the past couple of years talking about TikTok as a, I don't know, a tool to find a job. Almost to the point even that TikTok has launched efforts to be a job finding center. Yeah. Um, what, what's your take on that? And particularly with TikTok resumes and people doing videos, is, is there a future in that or is it just, you know? Kind of fun to talk about, but not real. Well, gosh, where I'm at now, to me, it's fun to talk about, but it's not real. Uh, and I hope it doesn't become real because I don't know about y'all, but you know, I've been on the LinkedIn and I see, you know, they ask, oh, do a two minute video, you know, yeah. and I'm like, fuck yeah. you. I'm not applying to that. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, and, and shit, look at me. I'm a damn content creator that has like 400,000 videos out there or whatever it is. I don't even know, you know, right. and I, and I look at that and I'm turned off and I actually have that skill set. Mm-hmm. And that that's what I don't like about it is that, gosh, you know, are are you hiring for videographers? Are you hiring for cell phone tech people? Are you hiring for social media savvy folks? Then, yeah, do that as part of your hiring process. But if not, shit, you want an accountant? Why the fuck would you have them go and do that? You know, right. uh, so I don't think that's, uh, you know, that's worth the time on either side. Imagine having to view that. Yeah. Y'all as talent acquisition folks, no. you know what I'm no, saying? No. I mean, God, you have to watch 500 videos now for a role. They're three minutes. <laughs> like what? I don't, I don't know. To me, I just don't know that we, you know, have time or want that. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty old school. Like I, I don't want to apply to anything that's got that, you know, 20 question intake form. I want you to call me and I want to have a real phone screen discussion with you all. That's there where there's reciprocity, you know, and we can establish a relationship. So you're obviously bearish on TikTok as a job board, if you will. But I've had the contention past couple of years that 
sites like Glassdoor with employee reviews, we're, I think we're seeing a lot more in people venting on platforms like TikTok and Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I assume you agree. And if so, how should companies monitor, engage with, track things that are being said about them on TikTok? What tips would you give employers to, I guess, monitor what's being said about them? Yeah. And you know, I don't know that I so much agree because I've had so many HR professionals reach out to me saying, oh, I've always wanted to do what you do, but I'm not, you know, brave enough, or I think it's a conflict of interest, or I think it's this, or I think it's that. And, you know, everything on HR Manifesto, you'll see, I mean, I use, they're all fake names. Uh, Some of the incidents are all based on truth. Okay. But some of them are from my experience or, or my friend's experience or folks that, you know, things that have happened in my network, right? You, you know, you don't know uh, what's come out of any of my previous employers. I would never name that. Uh, and so I'm not the type, uh, although I'll give an example of something. I have a recent video where I shared, you know, somebody called me for a job or about a job. And I asked like about their hiring process. And it was like oh, yeah. 22 plus hours worth of fucking hiring process. Fuck you. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, y'all are fucking tripping. They wanted a six hour case study. That was a real call I had. Wow. And everyone in the comments. I mean, you know, there's probably like 100 comments that were like, call them out, sis. Come on, queen, like throw them under the bus. Well, that's not what I'm about because I already taught the lesson to y'all, right? I already shared that, hey, ask about the hiring process, ask about the time commitment. That's my goal. My goal isn't to run people through the muck, right? Uh, and, And I wouldn't do that. To me, that is... To me, for me, for my brand and me personally, that that would be unprofessional for me. Uh, it works. It works for other people. Right. I mean, it's it's hard not to you know look at some of those salacious videos and be like, holy shit, you know, whatever brand. I can't believe you did that. Uh, but, you know, my advice to uh, companies and to brands is that you have to move along with this. Uh, so many of them, they want to ignore that this is our reality now. Right. You see that, you know, mm-hmm. that they, they, they don't want to be on the TikTok. They don't want to be on any social platforms. They they just want to keep piling on social media policies. Uh, but guess what? Their employees are on all these platforms and you can use those employees to help, air quotes, defend you, uh, you know, on social and help promote you on social and recruit for you on social. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. this is this is our reality, you know, so I hope Sherwin Williams is listening to this. <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, lean into it would be my advice. Don't fear it. And if you don't know or have that capability, then reach out to me. Shit. Partner with someone like me that can be like, hey, brand, uh, you know, gosh, oh, you know, here's what I would do here. And here's how this app works. Right. I mean, they just need to educate themselves and and they need to lean into it. You know, that's right. Don't fear the HR manifesto. This is Lee (laughs) Elena Henderson, a.k.a. HR manifesto. Festo. Lee, if job seekers or anybody wants to reach out to you to, to connect, where would you send them? Yeah, well, you know, exciting things on my side. I redid my website, so it doesn't look like shit anymore because the first one, I, <laughs> thank you. It's sexy. Uh, no, the first one I did, and I don't know anything about that space, so you can imagine, but uh, you can, you know, head to my website, thehrmanifesto.com. You can email me, hrmanifesto at gmail.com. You can DM my IG. But yeah, anyone is welcome to reach out to me at any time. Excellent. Another one in the can, baby. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The Chad. The cheese. Brilliant.
They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses. And not one word. So weird. Anywho... Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.